0: Welcome back to another episode of One Shot, One Quill. Put your hand in this bag of spaghetti blindly, and I'm gonna tell you it's brains. I said I was gonna do a haunted house for the next one, and I'll be honest. Did you? <laughs> now that the mystique's been pulled away, just check back two weeks ago. <laughs> well, now that I've now that everyone saw it coming though, I, I really don't have the heart in it. So, um, speaking of which, touch this sirloin behind this curtain, and I'll tell you that it's. Uh, a, a dog heart um
1: ben, this is whoa whoa whoa, whoa. <laughs> slow down ben that's you you're this, ben and I am me i'm spencer this intro has gone uh the best I, I don't want to say off the rails because i feel like i was just sitting you know on my porch and suddenly a train just plowed through my house and i live nowhere near the train tracks you would say you've been bludgeoned upside the head with the rails Uh, i i don't think the rails ever existed to begin with
0: ben what is this show what do we do here because i don't know if anybody would guess based on the last uh, couple minutes i I mean
1: you know it's been three weeks but i will try my best to remember uh this is a show in which we take a random premise for a tabletop role-playing game one shot um we throw it together with two random items, also for tabletop role-playing one-shots. Uh, and then we uh mishamash them together. I always say that. Do you think I should go for something different? Or is this No, I'm thinking I'm thinking them is kind yeah. of
0: like a like a one-shot, one quill verb. Okay, so We've done it.
1: Yeah, we uh we mishamash them together, and then at the end of it we have something that we hope will be useful. let's start with the premise. What do we got? Well, Spencer, for a premise, how does an 11 suit you? Hopefully slim.
0: Everything's too baggy on me. (laughs) An elder entity from beyond space and time has been watching our adventurers for quite some time and finds their actions of chaotic heroics highly amusing. So much so, it decides to kidnap them and have them run through a dungeon of terror and geometric madness for its entertainment, (laughs) promising three wishes to the victor victor being singular
1: interesting
0: i love it i love it so it's a little extra-dimensional
1: gauntlet i mean it's pretty straightforward as far as the i I don't have much to say about it i think we need to just go into items yeah uh roll me up what do you got Uh, another 11 if you'll believe it i don't but Eleven is
0: a turtle monk who is considered practically a vegetable by his peers, but is actually lightning quick in reflexes when the time is right.
1: Well, (laughs) that... Wait, I just realized that it says when the time is right, so this is not... He looks like he's not doing anything, but he's actually always doing... This is a uh, Grandpa Joe or whatever from Willy Wonka at the Chocolate Factory, where he acts <laughs> like he can't walk, but then the moment someone's like, hey, Grandpa Joe, I've got this golden ticket, he's like, actually, I've been pretending to be paraplegic for decades. Is that child exploitation? <laughs> <laughs> I know I've been making everybody make me potato soup for a while, but now I gotta walk to the chocolate factory. You slave s- daughter, put down my gruel and get me my shoes. By, <laughs> By the way, it was my idea that we all sleep a foot to head, because I'm a weird pervert. <laughs> The Charlie at the chocolate factory uh, ripping point of the show.
0: Oh uh, thank God we finally I, I don't think anybody in the in the history of podcasts or the internet in general has really taken a minute to disparage Grandpa Joe for being a piece of shit. Thank God for our originality. We're the
1: first people to ever notice any of those things, for sure. Uh, uh, have I ever mentioned that sometimes
0: Mario ingests mushrooms and it would be funny if if those were like drug mushrooms? <laughs> oh, wow. Just other original singers out there. Um, Alright, well, let's roll another one, then. Let's see what we got.
1: Now, Spencer, would you believe that I rolled another 11? I wouldn't. Yeah, what am I supposed to do a... in this
0: case? Do I go up or down? <laughs> you're, you're
1: correct. I, I'm lying. I rolled a 20.
0: Oh, thank goodness. Uh, 20. A painting of a dog that is initially low value and drawn terribly. However, each time the painting is genuinely complimented audibly, it increases in value and quality. <laughs> Thank you, Andy.
1: <laughs> My favorite part is that it's a picture of a dog. It's a,
0: it's a painting of a dog that looks just oh, its terrible. It's just this is Jack, the worst fucking thing.
1: This has been done by a kid finger painting. And then you then you walk up to it, and you kind of sarcastically be like, "Oh, yeah, that's a good painting, and then the next time, oh, this looks like a student has uh you know painted it they're they're not great, but they're learning you're like, Wow, I guess that's a good painting now. it seems better at least, and then the next time it's Picasso, by which I mean uh to only marginally better than a student's painting." <laughs> This is my
0: favorite item I've ever read off of this list because it's the most harmless, no grand implications here. The fact that it says it greatly increases in value and quality is, number one, that's just art. I, t- that That's just, it's not magical.
1: It's not like the person who, you know, is saying it is like, wow, that has gotten better. Just if some passerby walked by, they would be like, Is that painting worth 20 more gold than it was the last time I saw it?
0: (laughs) Um, A real picture of Dorian Gray, I say again as a man who never read that book.
1: Also, I I need to point this out now because I did have to edit that episode. Uh, Not called picture of Dorian Gray. I
0: know, I know, I know. It's a photo of Dorian
1: Gray. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. It's selfie of Dorian Gray. We got that. We got a tortle who just we got a quickie tortle lo- just loves to freeload grandpa Jortle,
0: and uh he wears jorts now i've decided and they've they are part of this menagerie that an extra planar entity a, a elder deity has just scooped him up and he's gonna run him through a gauntlet and only one can survive is the dog painting the prize
1: i think the dog painting is the entity Ben, I know that was a joke,
0: and I it believe we have joke. to run with that.
1: It wasn't a joke. It's all like you're going into rooms, and you end up back in this one central room that is just the dog painting, <laughs> and the dog painting is the
0: guy who puts you here. Perfect. We No need to flesh that one out any further. So yeah, you can hear the dog painting's voice calling out to you as you're plucked onto its little, like, kind of, I, I guess, spaceship or... Some air- some area out of space and time for inspiration. Consider something akin to uh, I don't know the back rooms um, where it's just like endless office floors with fluorescent lights Ooh, and no I doors. I actually love that.
1: Can we can we make it that? Can we make it all just this office space? Not even <laughs> medieval. Just an office space that's endless,
0: no windows, just kind of flickering fluorescent lights and all that. I'm I'm madly in love with this. Uh, so. In the back rooms, hosted and sponsored by a dog painting that grows in value the more it's complimented.
1: The, the adventurers wake up and all they see is a dog painting. It's hilarious. Like on
0: an easel? Yeah.
1: Oh, it in is. In like a on beige
0: off-white room?
1: It's on an easel. I don't know why that's so great to me, but just it's not even hung up like an undecorated
0: animal crossing room and the only thing you've got is your little dog painting just set right in the middle of the room.
1: Oh, that's great.
0: It's it's, it's like that I don't I don't this is, this picture must have been floating around timelessly but like someone's animal crossing basement had like the dank dungeon cobblestone wall, a folding chair, a box of tissues and a painting of Carlton from Fresh Prince. That's, that's all it had. A timeless picture, I say. Okay so what what are some of the obstacles what
1: is the gauntlet he puts them through in this liminal office space he the, the elder i should say they i don't think this elder entity of a portrait of a dog that g- gains value <laughs> and uh quality as you uh as you compliment it could possibly be gendered
0: so who's a Who's, but Ben, I ask you, who's a good non-binary elder deity trapped in a painting? <laughs>
1: I don't think he's trapped. I think he is the painting. I think, I think, I think they are the painting.
0: They found their true self in there. Oh. I've thought of a premise kind of similar to this where like okay. a, basically a powerful creature's running a game show mm. gauntlet. Um, because it, And it's not an original idea. I've seen it for uh, countless things. Adventure <laughs> Zone had a pretty good arc for it.
1: It's an episode of Doctor Who. Is it? Yeah, first season. I wouldn't
0: know. I'm an American. <laughs> uh, I was too busy watching CSI Miami. <laughs> the some some ideas for that, if you if you're willing to get a little game showy with it, is to like treat it very. Each room is kind of arcadey and has almost a, for example, uh, room with a spiked floor and a flooded ceiling, uh, like flooded from floor to ceiling. You you are popped into it or maybe dropped in through a chute, and you have a time limit. Um, before you kind of run out of air. Or maybe you're in a room that's fast-filling. Let's let's just kind of take all the complexity of it. Mm-hmm. You're in a room that is fast-filling with water. There is a, uh, a wide array, let's say like six or seven giant comical corks in the floor. <laughs> and uh, you have to find whichever one of them you unplug to drain the room, but there's only one of them that drains the room and the other six are little like little tentacles pop out when you pull the cork out or something. Uh, So you got to deal with underwater combat, holding your breath, uh, the guessing game, the fun guessing game there. What are some other like quirky, I don't know, game showy kind of kind of challenges like that?
1: Mm, Do we have a I was going to say who wants to be a millionaire? I don't know how that would work. (laughs) I guess I guess you could do trivia, but
0: yeah, that's like if you've been running for this group for a while, Mm. you know, and this is like a weird off session. I don't know. You you could have some in world lore there. Be especially funny if you had like a cleric with legend lore or something prepped. But
1: <laughs> or or you know, uh, what would be more fun for trivia is uh, weakest link. Where ex-
0: for for people who aren't familiar, explain that.
1: Uh, from what I know of the weakest link, <laughs> I love that uh, you don't even <laughs> fully know the tried and true for the show. It's, we can't talk about anything we really know for sure. Uh <laughs> I'm gonna go back to photo of Dorian Gray here. Uh no, so from what I know of the week is like it's trivia where it's going down the line, and then the way you could incorporate it into D is it like asks everyone uh a question, but then if you answer it wrong, you take damage and then you die, I guess, because it's a tabletop RPG, and that's just how that works. <laughs> If you take too much okay. damage, you're dead. Yeah, that's just how, like, tabletops work. That's how real world
0: works. Mm-hmm. That's, that's how life, it works kids. in The
1: Weakest Link, and that's why no one wants to play that game. No, no, of course not. Um, What about...
0: There's that, like, statistics problem where, like, you have three doors, yeah, one th- of them has uh, a goat. Money
1: Hall, Money Hill? I think it's Money Hall.
0: Monty Python door problem, (laughs) uh, where you want to open the (laughs) door with the goat. There's
1: the Monty Python door problem in which there are three doors, two of them have pythons, and one of them has
0: goats. And they show you what's behind one of the doors, and like, no, wait, no, 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 you pick a door, but you're given a chance to pick another door, and for some reason you're supposed to take that option, but I never understood Uh, why. I
1: could explain it to you, I'm not going to, because- Would it be funny, Ben? Would would it would be funny. Ah, good call then. Uh could we just have that
0: conundrum? Could that be one of the things and like what if all three doors had goats? <laughs> what if all
1: three doors had pythons?
0: Wait a minute. What if you're trying to flip side? There are three doors. Two of them have goats. One of them does not. You desperately do not want to open the goat door. <laughs>
1: They're angry goats. That goat deals obscene psychic damage to you if you see it. Oh, what if they're like interdimensional goats? And and you open open the door and the goat's just like, did you remember to turn off your oven? Have you ever remembered to turn (laughs) off your oven? Is your oven ever truly off? And then you take a billion psychic damage.
0: Open one of the doors and one of the goat's is a disembodied goat head floating against a black void. And when you open that door, just begin to read Matthew Broderick's entire IMDb page at your players <laughs> until one of them <laughs> shuts the door.
1: Why have and we I never want
0: you to put that? like some very sharp ambient music in the background. Just some ringing. Why have we never done that? Do that to your players.
1: <laughs> what else? I take a book and just read the first word of every page. But read it authoritatively.
0: <laughs> I like the idea of, like, putting them through a trial that is just as easy as, like, a, a picture of the player. So, you know those animal, like, like the beef-cutting diagrams of, like, the mm-hmm. cow cut up into different... Just, like, take one of those, but it's a
1: diagram of each player. And you ask them which, one, which part of their body would taste the best. Yes. Um... I think we need one of these challenges needs to incorporate this uh, very fast turtle, and I think yes. it's got to be some race thing, right? Yeah, yeah. I th- I think you've got uh... a <laughs> race as in running a race, not as in <laughs> only a turtle can get through this. What I'm thinking is
0: you get your your remaining PCs lined up against an equal number of opponents. And they have to decide which one of them races against one of the opponents. The idea being, it's only it's only a 1v1, so you got to save your best for uh, whoever you suspect is going to be the fastest.
1: A lot of people, their absolute first impression would be, that turtle's going to be suspiciously fast.
0: Yeah, and you know what?
1: Good on them.
0: And anyone, tell you what, anyone who gets beaten by the tortoise is turned into a hare.
1: So now we're doing like four different psych outs here. We are.
0: We've decided to get incredibly weird with this. Do we want to pitch a couple not incredibly (laughs) weird ones?
1: Sure. I've remembered that this is uh, interdimensional, and I just had a very um, (laughs) disturbing idea, which is, you know that bit in Wipeout where they have to jump across the big red balls and they always fall? Yeah, yeah. I imagine that, but instead of big red balls, they're planets. Well, but wait, they're planets. And you're like, well, these are just models of planets. But no, the first time someone jumps across them, every time they, you know, they take a step on a planet, you hear screams of the people on the planets below. Oh, Lord. This is just disturbing at this point. I mean, that that's the planet wipeout course in which you were just destroying countless lives is one of the things in this dungeon but also one of the saddest things i think
0: it the the prompt says it's decided to kidnap them and run them through a dungeon of terror and geometric madness for its entertainment and when i think geometric madness i've been reaching for inspiration from a movie called cube and Mm. then hypercube Mm. um and i've failed to find anything because i don't remember anything about those movies they were awful So maybe for geometric terror, just make them watch hypercube.
1: (laughs) That is one of the that that has to be one of the rooms is where uh, you just put on a movie and then you go back (laughs) to tabletop as if nothing has happened.
0: Hey, are you guys trying to um, fake your deaths and get it so that there's nobody who wants to ask any questions about you? Do this to your players; you will lose all of your friends that night. I need you guys to try Dungeons and Dragons just once. I know you don't get it, but try it with me. Get everyone you love in your life to play this, and you will burn every bridge you've ever
1: had. <laughs> so uh, I think we need to figure out what the. I mean, obviously there is the uh, god gar- or the final fight between the. Uh, players themselves but what is the big finale here that precedes that um it's it's got to be and then there was one because there, there can only be one victim well, sure but is it just going to be a big battle royale of everybody that's there because it says that um the elder deity is doing this for their entertainment right correct so maybe what they have to do is when. If they don't want to kill each other is just find a way to be as boring as possible. oh, yes if if they bore him, maybe he's so impressed.
0: he he flips back. it's like an integer. He gets flipped back around to being impressed again. Mm. It's like, I really you know what? I've seen everything, and I didn't even think you could bore me. Wonderful. You may leave.
1: Uh, they could uh, explain the intricacies of the Monty Hall problem to each other.
0: And he's just like, all right. You have
1: three wishes. And that's it. Ben, is this the best episode we've ever recorded? Uh, it's either the absolute best or the absolute worst. <laughs> but we do need a name. I'm thinking the dog days are eternal. <laughs> Spencer, I I think that might be uh, better than mine, which was just... What about Interdimensional Big Brother?
0: Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah we we'll go, We're gonna go with that. Thank you for choosing one shot, one quill. <laughs> or
1: wait, 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 Big Brother: Colon in space. No, I'm gonna dial know, it. No, I'm bad. gonna step back one. I, I'm gonna step we, back we, one. We gotta cut that one out.
0: <laughs> Thank you for choosing one shot, one quill. Um, choosing. there were other podcasts. Oh, okay. And uh, and you chose this one. I will leave that to you. If it was a mistake, for today.
1: better or worse, you chose this one on this day
0: (laughs) only editing will tell truly how bad this one was
1: ben do you want to thank the people yeah uh thanks to all of you who have been sending in suggestions and reviewing us on itunes uh believe it or not that matters i i still don't believe it honestly um if you want to send us suggestions like uh andy did he was the one that we mentioned in this episode uh You can do so by tweeting at us or direct messaging us on Twitter at DNDpod. That's D-N-D-P-O-D. All of those were Ds, except for the P. Uh, Our theme song is Ella Tavera del Goulier uh, by Morgan the Bard. Stream the rest of his music. I actually don't know if it streams. I don't think it does, actually. It's on YouTube, though. it's on
0: youtube it's on internet archive i know that ben i've never meant this more than i mean it right now is it too late to restart this one That was a weird one.